0: Hi everyone, or I should say good evening. It's Wednesday around 9 o'clock and surprisingly this is my bedtime (laughs) lately. I've been going to bed between 9 and 10 and by going to bed I mean actually falling asleep between 9 and 10, not crawling into bed, watching Netflix for an hour. And yeah, that doesn't seem like the bedtime for someone who's about to turn 22 in two days, but that's just where we're at right now. So I do have a bit of a career update for you, and that leads me into the topic of tonight's podcast. I don't know how long it's going to be since I really am getting quite tired, but that is rejection. (laughs) So yeah, I'm just going to talk about it, let you know what my feelings are, and call it a night. Alright, I'm going to set the scene for you because I'm just so content and happy right now. I'm on my bed, I have Big Little Lies next to me, I am thoroughly enjoying this book. I read or I watched the series during quarantine and was just obsessed with the story and I've been reading a chapter or two every night. Kiara, precious Kiara, is falling asleep in her dog bed on the floor. She's very tired because earlier today I took her on a one mile run with me. Naturally the 30 pound dog was pulling me the whole time. So that made me feel really good about my fitness. (laughs) And I have my Mango Coconut Candle going from Target. This candle, it's a soy candle. It surprisingly lasted me for over a month now, which is crazy. I guess it was worth the $10. And I also have my Twinkle Lights going. I also got those at Target um, for senior year, I just love how they brighten up the room and really set the mood. So yes, the only thing missing is a cup of sleepy time tea. But I'm already pretty sleepy, so I don't think that that is necessary tonight. I am really probably going to finish blabbing in about 15 minutes and call it a night. Before jumping into the episode, I'm of course going to share my co-star. Yesterday's was really accurate. I looked at it and I said, damn, that is exactly how I'm feeling. And the one today kind of just surprised me. I didn't quite know what to make of it, but I thought it was interesting. Hold on, it is loading. Um, The Wi-Fi in Sandgate is really a hit or a miss. I've had to reset it probably five times today. And it's definitely not ideal for working from home. But yeah, I'm just doing my best. And my coworkers have been very patient during these Zoom calls. Okay, so the co-star today says, Ask yourself if you are in love with someone who is colder than you. Yeah, so... I don't think I'm in love. (laughs) Actually, I know I'm not in love. And colder is a really interesting um, word to describe someone. (sighs) I don't think I'm a particularly cold person. But if I'm not vibing with someone, then I definitely will act a little more reserved and just... I don't know if off-putting is the right word or I'm just a little more cautious you could say but yeah I'm not in love at the moment so my hope is that I'm not in love with someone who's colder than I am I would like to think I'll fall in love with someone who matches my temperature in that regard but that's just not I don't think in the foreseeable future. Which is okay, I really have, guys, and I'm serious when I say this. I am embracing singlehood as a young 20 something. I think that is a beautiful, beautiful thing that shouldn't be taken for granted. With that said, I am very excited for the future and entering a committed, serious relationship when the timing and the person is right. Okay, that is the end of my TED talk about that for now. I am going to share a quick little story. Um, I went to get tested for COVID this morning. They had a pop-up COVID testing site in Manchester and in another nearby town. And sounds crazy, right? Pop-up, you think of, oh, a pop-up store that's selling awesome streetwear or a pop-up restaurant doing Asian fusion cuisine. But no, we are talking about a pop-up COVID testing site. It has been four months since quarantine really started and I'm still trying to wrap my head around the fact that we are in a global pandemic. This has been our reality for the past few months and it will continue to be our reality for who knows how long. It's really just insane trying to process it and continuing to go about life when it just is so unpredictable. So over the weekend, we had 35 confirmed cases in town. And I know 35 doesn't seem like a huge number, but it is considering the size of our community. And it was within only 48 hours. And our town overall, and Vermont as a state, has just done a really good job at containing the virus. And it makes you wonder, like, restaurants are starting to open up. I mean, they have been open, outdoor seating, some even indoors. And the hotels were just beginning to have guests again. And you have a lot of -of out-of-staters coming in. We don't know where they've been or who they've been exposed to. And it was kind of like a, a no-brainer that we would see an outbreak and a splurge in cases. And we have. So I don't think that I actually have it. I would have loved to get an antibody test, but that just wasn't an option. It's also, I was so happy that this was free. It's covered by insurance. Um... But I was out last weekend. I did go out for dinner at a restaurant outdoors with one friend and then I went to the local sports bar after we had another drink and yeah, uh we were inside, we were outside, it wasn't jam packed, but <sighs> should I have probably stayed home? Yeah. Uh but I I made that decision i can't go back and change it um it's just felt very safe here but obviously nowhere is safe so i testing started at nine o'clock i drove i got up early earlier than usual i've been sleeping till h and got up at seven made my coffee put it in my to-go mug drove 30 minutes into town and When I got there, there was already a pretty long line. Um, And I was definitely closer up to the front than a lot of people. But I waited in my car for two hours to get up front where they were actually doing the testing. And such a small town, of course, you have to see people you know. And at one point, I was turning my car on and off because the wait times are so... um, just inconsistent in terms of when you would be moving forward and I heard someone go Emma and I turned around and it was someone who worked at my middle school and we were literally just like screaming at each other out of our cars trying to have a conversation and it was just kind of like ridiculous but also kind of comforting at the same time and anyways got up to the actual place where they were doing the testing and man I those it was a nasal swab they really stuck that shit up there far up your nose. And they were. she was not shy about swishing that swab around like a good five times it felt like. And I shut my eyes. I was just like, oh, this is, does not feel good. Try to think about something else. But next thing you know, it was over. It'll take 96 hours to get the results. So yeah, we are just going to hope that it's okay and I, it will be really interesting to see what the overall results are for everyone who was tested because I'm sure there are more than 35 cases in our town. So it's been about two weeks since I had my final round of interviews for jobs at two different agencies, very similar roles, junior copywriter, and that two weeks ago that was for heading into fourth of july weekend so it was a really hectic week i was also traveling to maine then and i was really hopeful that the interviews went well and would lead to a potential offer so last week like i talked about in my episode about burnout i was just a very anxious, anxious person. And this week I said, okay, stop checking your email every five seconds. Just you will hear something eventually. So, radio silence last week, radio silence again at the beginning of this week. And finally, today I got an email from the recruiter of one of the agencies who reached out to me initially and set up all the interviews. And by all the interviews, I mean, like, I talked to at least five people from this agency, five creatives. And she sent me an email. It was really short. And you can pretty much tell when an email is short that it's not the news, perhaps, that you were expecting. And it essentially said, the team loved meeting you. Thank you so much for your time and dedication. But we've chosen to move forward with another candidate. And... It was definitely, I felt that kind of sinking feeling in my stomach. Uh, It's not even like I was dying. This was my end-all, be-all dream job. But it was a job that I was excited about. And I mean, really, any lead right now is something to hype yourself up about and feel proud of so to not be able to get that offer definitely stung a little bit and I mean let's be honest rejection in any form sucks like I remember getting rejection letters from colleges and rejections from guys here and there like it's hard when you think that it's personal and most of the time it is not personal. There are so many other factors involved. Um but yeah, I got that email around 5 tonight and then I said to myself, shoot, like now your really only hope for right now is this other job and this one I'm really I was really excited about. It's Somewhere that I definitely see myself working and I clicked really well with the people I was interviewing with, but I haven't heard from them either. So I freaked out a little bit. I decided to send a follow-up email and just say, hi, it's been a couple of weeks since we last spoke. I was just wondering where you are in the hiring process and I'm still very much interested in this role. So yeah, I did that hoping to hear back tomorrow or sometime this week even if it's a no like i just want to know that it's a no so then i'm not just sitting here wondering what the possibilities are because that's just not really efficient or effective and after i sent that email and i sent that recruiter who sent me the rejection i sent her an email back and i said thank you for letting me know i really enjoyed talking to you and members of the team getting myself and my work in front of creatives is valuable experience in itself and i'll certainly be in touch in the future so you never know this could have opened a door that i might be able to enter down the road but it's just not right now and that was just a sign to me that this opportunity wasn't meant to be and that's okay so yeah after those emails i knew that i just needed to get some energy out and exercise is great i've always just pretty much enjoyed exercising as a way to physically let stuff out like i said i talked kiara with me and oh she kept me going um And then I did some abs and lifted. So that felt really good. I also um, cooked dinner tonight. I made shrimp scampi and a salad for my dad and me. So that had me feeling good. I was just in a bit of a better mindset. And yeah, that is the latest. I can talk a little bit more about past experiences with rejection and how to really um, just shift your perspective and move forward. I think one of the hardest things about rejection is that it feels like it's a reflection of your effort and your success when most of the time it has nothing to do with either of those two things. (sighs) I mean, I briefly touched on it but college applications like uh, it, i remember just feeling so perplexed when i was rejected or waitlisted from some of the schools i applied to cuz it's like i had all of this on my application like varsity soccer and lacrosse captain i was a mentor on freshman hall when i was a junior decent grades And just, you know, a bit of a unique background and boarding school, blah, 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 blah. And to not feel recognized or worthy enough for a school just was like, well, what else could I have possibly done? And that's when it really comes down to the fact that if an institution or an organization or company, whatever, isn't seeing what you bring to the table and valuing you for your talent and personality and experience then it's not the right fit and it wasn't meant to be so that was probably my like first taste of I don't want to say first but pretty significant taste of rejection as a teenager and one too that I think about a lot is fulbright like i put months into that application i thought that i had a really good shot at it again the experience that i've had at marist and my passion for traveling and storytelling um returning to a continent that I have roots in, and then I lived with girls from Thailand last summer. I really thought the stars were aligning for me to go teach English in Thailand for a year. And I got the email that I didn't make it into the final round. And I just felt, that one stung a lot, actually. I just felt kind of defeated. Like, I, I really wanted this, and I thought it was going to work out. But it didn't. And that's another thing to remember with rejection. Is like we when we pour our hearts into something. We almost I want to say expect a high return on investment. And that's just not how life works. Like you can dream and wish for something. And work really hard for it. And it still doesn't happen. Um, and and just realizing that and acknowledging that. Is I think one of the hardest parts about rejection. So on a lighter note, something, again, rejection, but just in a different scenario. I thought this cu- this kid was really cute last year on move day. I'd never seen him before. And I remember, like, looking at him a lot. We were on trucks, like, moving freshman stuff into their dorms. And he was someone that, like, would, co- he was at the place where we would go pick up stuff. So I saw him multiple times that day. And I found this man's on Instagram. I know, such a creep. But, like, everyone does it. That day. And I followed him on Instagram. He followed me back. One night, maybe I had a little liquid, liquid courage. I DM'd him and I just said... I don't even know what I said. I'm too embarrassed to go look. I think I said, like, hi, I think you're really cute. I was wondering if you wanted to get coffee sometime. Nothing crazy. I wasn't saying, like, come to my room right now. Or, I hope I see you out Friday at Darby's. No, I was just, like, I thought he was cute. And I wanted to get to, like, have a conversation with him. So i got a message from him i don't know if it was the same night or another night and it basically said hi like that's so nice of you to say but i don't want to lead you on or give you the wrong impression but i'm not really looking for anything serious right now and in my head i'm going like bro i'm not asking you to marry me i'm just asking for a cup of coffee sober but i guess that that is just like a different vibe than what I or you thought it might be oh shit what I just said anyways I wasn't expecting a cup of coffee to be like please be my boyfriend I was just really curious to get to know him I guess that is just not how people go about it anymore at least people um, at Marist College on the campus some people might- well, uh, I don't- I really don't need to go down that rabbit hole. Anyways, I just remember after that being like, what the hell? Um, okay, like, that's cool. I'ma be here in my bed, uh, watching every rom-com chick flick available and just, yeah. Hug my pillow a little tighter tonight and pretend that it's Zach Efron. So yeah that type of rejection too it's like well what's wrong with me like what could I have said that maybe would have produced a different outcome and that's the problem like you can't go down the what if with rejection like it happened and it's time to move on so that's what I'm going to do regarding the job search I have reminded myself tonight, and I'm trying to remind myself more regularly, that there is seriously no pressure to land a full-time job right now. There's not. My MAPE coach, I emailed him and told him that I, I didn't get the role, and he said, you're already ahead of the game that it's okay and you're going to probably get a lot more no's but you will get a yes and that yes is the one that's going to really count and I really I do believe that I believe that I will end up where I'm meant to be I think having that mindset right now is more important than ever and I really do want to go somewhere that appreciates me and sees what I have to offer so I'm, I'm thinking optimistically now. This is behind me. I'm still grateful that I even got the interviews and got to speak to those people. And the recruiter said that she'll keep her eyes open for future roles that I might be um, a good fit for. And yeah, you never know. What's going to happen? I think now the hardest part is just going to keep waiting to hear back from this other agency. If it's a no from them as well, then I think I'm just going to take a second, pause, really just take the time to not think about applying for jobs. Because I really am busy with everything else that's going on. Have the summer school, fellowship, internship. I really do want to focus on finishing all of those strong before jumping into a new role uh because yeah during COVID it's like for the class of 2020 we didn't really get a break from college into post-grad life like we just it kind of all blended together so but if I do get this job then I will be super stoked about it and it's hard because I don't want to get my hopes up but I've already been looking at apartments and studios and thinking about the logistics of moving uh but again timing is not ideal right now for that uh but like I said everything will fall into place and whatever's meant to be will be so if you are in a similar situation where you're applying for jobs and they're not working out or nothing's um stuck yet don't worry it will I feel you I'm here for you and for people who are working right now like awesome congratulations super happy for you and proud of you and it's it's terrific that you're working during a time where the job market is just pretty dismal so yeah I think that is all that I have to say tonight um not doing anything huge for my birthday I'm going out to dinner on Saturday again like why like I could just fucking stay home Emma but I'm gonna go out to dinner Saturday with one friend uh, who I interned with a couple summers ago in Saratoga we are sitting outside of course good hygiene masks and that's gonna be it I'm not a huge birthday person to me it's just another day It's really hard, though, to believe that I'm turning 22, like the big Taylor Swift year, other than 15. But my dad and I went for a walk with Kiara tonight after dinner, and he said, don't let the days go unnoticed. And he's right. We have to just live every day and be grateful to be able to live every day. He said, "I, (laughs) my dad, oh my goodness, he said the other day, I really love breathing. I hope I can keep doing that for at least 20 more years. And I said, you know what, Dad? I like to breathe too. I hope that I keep breathing for a couple more decades. That would be pretty nice. So yeah, 22 this decade, this year. like Clearly, there has been so much change and growth. And it is going to be really interesting to see how things unravel a lot of pressure on this decade to get your shit together, to launch your career, find someone who you might spend the rest of your life with, to travel, do all that crazy shit that you can't get away with in your 30s and 40s. Colleen said to me that a guy told her at work like really start your life when you're 35. And I'm like, wow, our lives would be so different if society said start your life at 35. Anyways, I digress um I can't believe I just said that I listen to Katie Bellotti's podcast and she says that all the time but I feel like I don't need to um that's like her thing so I'm not gonna say that anyways I'm going to read a couple chapters of my book take a few deep breaths and go to bed because tomorrow is a new day my friends Alrighty guys, thank you so much for listening to this evening's just word vomit. I'm hanging in there, you're hanging in there, let's all just keep hanging in there. It's mid-July, it's going to be August soon, I guess those are the real dog days of summer, I don't know, at least up here in Vermont it is. I hope you have a terrific day rest of your week and a safe and sunny weekend. I will catch you guys next week. Good night!